Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. I think life groups really brought me into the City Life family. I get to realize that there's other people who are just like me. We're out here trying to be an island by ourselves. It's not meant to be that way. We can't live life on our own. Help me grow and die more. So it helped me interact with people 31, 32, and way older than me to feel the gospel with me. Where we, we get so deep, we, we're crying, we're laughing, we're, we're getting to know each other in a, a different way. Um, that doesn't happen on a Sunday morning. It takes away from just that Sunday to Sunday thing. To have that boost in the middle of the week was really helpful for me. And Gabby got to go and, you know, see the kids and play with the kids and... I'm like, loved, because when my mom had cancer last year, so many ladies from my life group just stepped up and brought us food, and they'd never even met my mom. It's been so impactful for me personally and us as a family. We want that for everybody. Being a family more than just a Sunday. but also being able to then take that same thing and then pour it back into others. It's about the people, like just being able to grow and get to know people better. Oh, I love it. Speak into each other's lives. We actually love each other and care about each other, even outside of group. This is priceless. It was very energetic. And being encouraged to even talk to friends that, my friends outside of the life group about Jesus, so. We've always felt at home here. We're human and just as they are, and we're not on any pedestal by any means, but just getting down to the raw, the nitty gritty of the life groups. Growing my faith stronger is doing life together because even Jesus talked about, he talked about how like they're gonna know me by the love that you guys have for one another. Like as a dude who's very individualistic, I always, have like questions or hesitations like oh, dude I'm gonna have to go and talk to people and open up but every single time I do it it, it feels awesome it feels so good it's kind of like right now my hair is super long everyone's telling me to cut it I'm like oh, I don't know but when I cut it I know it's gonna be awesome you know it's closest to the book of Acts where I've seen any other this is one of the best things that could have ever happened for me because I just never had that this kind of experience before in all those years so we need each other you know, somebody could be going through something and we just help each other through it. People get comfortable enough, they just be themselves and they just take off the mask. As an older person, <laughs> being around younger people, it's just like, it's life-giving. It's, it's, you know, it's revitalizing for me. Okay, Hope you guys join a group. They kick off today, so right after service. Yeah, yeah, group time. Sounds amazing. Brand new series starting today called Free. And there's a text that's the heart for the whole series that we're going to read in just a moment. And if you've been to a church service before, you're probably familiar with the, we're going to read the Bible. But I don't want to just read the Bible. I want us to experience 
a living, powerful, all-transforming word. God's word is alive. It's new. It's fresh. It's powerful. It has the ability to set us free. And as we abide in his word, we're, we're really free. And before we even read it, I want to tell you, I've been doing this thing lately. It's called cold showers. <laughs> and I, I go really long, anywhere from like three to seven seconds. And, <clears throat> and so when I do these cold showers, right, you, you, you finish the shower with cold. And it's supposed to help. You have these receptors. And there's two main receptors that uh, that you're really supposed to hit, your forehead and your chest. And so what I do is I make sure I, I get in there and then I, uh, I, I'm just, oh my goodness, it is, I, I haven't died yet, but if, <laughs> so I'm not sure, but it feels near death experience. And so I try to get as long as, go as long as I can. And one of the tricks I play is I think of my family. I say, Crystal, Jerome, Justice, Giselle, Kingston, Neo, and I try to visualize them, and I can't always, and I get discouraged if I miss a kid and whatever. And, uh, but when you take a cold shower, you know you're taking a cold shower, okay? When we read God's word, we got to know we're reading God's word, okay? So I want to just invite you into that whole new adventure. We're not just reading the Bible, John chapter 8, did it. No, it's cold shower, cold shower, cold I mean, you're going to feel it. So these are the very words from Jesus, written down by people like me and you, because God chooses to use broken people to communicate his perfect, precise, divine truth. And his word is timeless, meaning the spirit makes it alive and activates it for today, for today. Read in John chapter 8, verse 31. So Jesus, he said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word... You are truly my disciples. You're taking cold showers. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Verse 34, Jesus answered them, truly, truly. Anytime you see truly, truly, that would be equivalent to bold, exclamation point, all caps, GIF, emoji, that's what it means. So when he's saying truly, truly, you go like this. So truly, truly, Wait, wait, truly, truly, you lean in. Come on, truly, truly, you lean in. Like everybody, come on, just lean in. You just got to lean in a little bit. Come on, lean in, lean in. We go to the Pistons game, everyone's going crazy. I want a free T-shirt, I want a free T-shirt, free T-shirt. Start saying for Jesus, be like this. Yeah, Jesus, you know, like what? Come on, let's do this. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. A slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. This video we uh, edited for this series captures the heart and the emotion of what this feels and looks like. Check it out.
So if you'd been, if you'd been in jail for a little while, you get let out, you're excited. I watched somebody who was uh, convicted wrongly, 24 years, weeping, bawling. You can only imagine, right? Because when you experience freedom, when you've been oppressed by something or someone, it invokes emotion. And for us, we get to easily caught up in the routine of Jesus saved me, yeah, he set me free, I'm going to go to church. And we get a little timid with it, a little too cute with it, start to care a little bit too much of what people think and not just shouting like, I am free. The worship song hits like free, you know. And so why is it that we know that for many of us that have put our faith in Jesus and for others that aren't in Jesus yet, you're knowing the effects of what it feels like to be a slave caught in sin. Because Satan, when he's a master, he don't play fair. If he can draw out the pain, he will. He tortures. He doesn't show his hand easily. In fact, he disguises it. He says, come here, look, it'll be nice. It'll be fun. And then slowly but surely, people start to say, well, How did I get here? Why do I feel this way? And it feels like torment. That video of just chains and blindfolded, I can't see, and you don't know who to tell. And we play the game. We play church. Or we might even, worse yet, just just play nominal friendships. And we get deep. Maybe when we have a few drinks at the bar and we tell somebody, and we don't really get the healing that's needed or use the, the, explain the severity of how real it is. So for this series, if I was to sit with you and I said, let's look at all the stuff you've looked at on your computer, let's look at all the stuff you've looked at on your phone, let's look at all the stuff you've said to your family, and let's just see if you need some freedom, I think many of us instantly, no, oh my goodness, you don't even want to know where I was last night. (laughs) You don't want to even know what's happening. Well, that's good news. We're not starting there, but I hope you'll let the great physician in there to set you free. We're starting with an inside-outside work. I mean, we need Jesus to to be fully king here and then to transform our outsides, not behavior modified to get fixed quickly, how I can change and adjust my sin patterns, but let the Lord truly have all of me. And as he has all of me, what happens is I start to experience more freedom more and more and more again. Because too often we care about what other people think too much. I think about my 1986 Dodge Aries, okay? I had an 86 Dodge Aries. And uh, that's not the exact picture of it. Mine was way worse. I'm 22 years old. I got saved. I had an intrepid. I always had nice cars. My dad ran a car dealership. And I get saved for whatever reason. I can't really remember why I wanted the money or needed the money. I think pay off some debt. But in this deal, I got an 86 Aries out of it. I'm newly saved. The paint is oxidated like crazy. The tires are bald. And I'm showing up at Mount Hope Church every single week, 22, the new kid, tons of energy in the 86 Aries. But you know what? I didn't care because I've been set free. When you are addicted for seven straight years, when you find yourself caught in the back of a cop car so many different times, I was the kid where you get caught every time. Every t- like every time, first time, car stealer stealing, caught, you know. First time getting high, caught, you know. And uh, what I thought was a bad thing was a good thing. 
The reason I was getting caught because God loves me enough to catch me like that. And for, for others, their story's different, but he, he's been patient with you. And you thought, well, someone says, hey, I've been catch, caught too much. Why is God, no, God's loving you with that. He's pruning you with that. And then someone's like, oh, I haven't been caught yet. Man, it's better to, to come clean than be caught. <laughs> so he's given you an opportunity to, to come clean, to repent, to change. And um, what happened with this Aries story, those Dodge Aries, was it was quite fun to, for a couple months, but over time, what I started to notice was I cared that I was driving a 1986 Dodge Aries. I cared about the obvious. When you think of, who am I to date? Well, you're not taking, trying to take a girl out on that, you know, I'm just not. And uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to the show? Bro, like, you downsize your car? Well, yeah, this Jesus gig. And they're like, oh, okay, neat. How's that working for you, right? And you, I started to care. Why? Because the experience, the freedom I experienced wasn't this, initially wasn't the same freedom I was walking in months later. I cared too much about the outside game. Today, I'm inviting us to get raw, to get real, to be vulnerable. Where are you at? You care too much about the Aries? Who cares? What's the, what's the me lane right now? What does the healthy me lane look like? Can you steward your lane? Can we be content in our lane today? Are we constantly grumbling? God, why'd you call me here? Why do I got to deal with these people? My family's struggling with this. I can't. We just constantly, instead of being like, man, he set me free. In whom the son sets free is free indeed. So Jesus, he saves us. Yes, yes, yes. It's instant in a moment, but walking that freedom out, it takes a lifetime. You'll see the scripture, this plays out time and time again. God takes his people out of oppression in Egypt and he saves them, sets them free. They, they would tell the story of the Passover so many times and, 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 and the whole culture of, of the whole story of how the Jews had been set free and then how God had spared them. And, and, here, and here they are moving to this, but yet they would grumble and complain because though they were saved freedom in an instant, it took a lifetime to get Egypt out of them. And though some of us, look, we've been forgiven of sin. If we were to die today, man, Jesus has got us. But we walk with crazy limps. And so here's where we're going to start. We're going to start on the inside and just making most of the sun because the sun set us free. So the sun, I think it's always a sun issue. It's always a Jesus issue. And Jesus, this, this message is titled simply, Jesus, our freedom flag. He's our freedom flag. When I'm struggling put Jesus. When I feel like I can't, Jesus. I don't know the words to say, Jesus. I don't know where to go, Jesus, show me. Well, why would I give Jesus that much power? Well, in John 14, it says, Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Short, put this way. You were created, and God loves you deeply. But sin has distorted everything, and he wants to repair and renew and reconcile you to him because he wants his kids in the family. And since he wants his kids in the family, you actually have an eternal father. It might be difficult to even grasp or imagine because you think of father and you think of your dad and you're mad. But heavenly father's not like your dad. He's good. He's kind. And he sent his son to be the bridge for me and you to get back to the Father, our maker, our creator. And so Jesus makes a very bold claim. He says, look, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. 
So in other words, hey, this is our park, and we're not coming off this court until you beat us because this ain't yours. We've been here running this for a long time. And if you can back it up, what's up? Well, he did back it up. He rose from the dead. (laughs) And a whole bunch of followers were willing to die just to tell people about it. Where's the agenda in that? And people start saying, well, it's all about money. Really? Well, it looks like the early followers, they were straight up being beheaded and, and stoned and crucified upside down. Can't be all be about money. So you meant you were talking about the church you saw on TV. Do we want to talk about the church on TV or do we want to talk about Jesus, the son? Let's just keep it about the son. So whether you believe that or not, that's, that's completely fair. You're allowed to have that freedom and space, especially here. You belong here. We love you. You can question and, and search and look, but we would, be, we would be pathetic messengers if we didn't tell you the truth of what we believe. We believe Jesus said that, and he backed that up, and he did it. I mean, he, it's real. So where do we go? Well, Romans 3.23, we all have um, the same, same boat we're in. We have all sinned and fall short to the glory of God. Well, if we're going somewhere, we're in a destination, and we're alive just for a moment, but we're dead forever, who's going to lead us, right? Who, who, who? Well, how, how is any one of us going to lead us if we're all in the same boat that all of us have sinned and fall short to the glory of God? Meaning when we stand right before God face to face, guilty, where's our lawyer? Where's our pardon? Where's our dismissal? Where's our forgiveness? Where's our leader? You know where our leader is? It's found in Jesus. This is why no one can boast or act over one another in the Lord. Because every single one of us came to the Lord the same way. We get callous to the power of freedom because we think that somehow we've achieved it along this journey. Well, yeah, I started showing up at church. I started reading my Bible. And I'll tell you, it does feel good to do good. (laughs) If you feel weighted today, like... Like weighted, like with chains, you know, like just like, oh my goodness, you're carrying all these chains. It's like, yo, this is crazy. This is why some of us, we're, we're literally walking around with this. We're like, there's no way I can keep going. Well, you can't keep going. You gotta carry this all the time. All the time. All the time. All the pressure. All the time. I wonder if there's bold people in this room that you're so sick of sin that you're willing to cut off your arm. Not Literally, but figuratively, because Jesus said, that's how serious this game is. Because Satan, he don't play nice. He don't play nice. He's always trying to get us caught up in his patterns. And when we think of God, we think of him sometimes as the rule God, like Galatians 5. If we read 19 only, this is how we would read it. So now the works of the flesh are evident. Uh, Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality. I get it. Here comes God trying to stop my shine again. Um, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries. Oh, I'm out. Um, Dissension, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warned you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. All right. Well, we're all out. If you don't fit any of those boxes, like for real, grab the mic and levitate and tell us when you're going to go to heaven and and we'll follow you. You know what I'm saying? Like do something sweet. Um, But we all fall in that category. And then what we think is kind of like the museum picture here. Uh, do not touch. Well, God is the God. He is the ultimate haterade. He's just telling me all the time what I can't touch. It's so difficult. Doesn't he get it? We learn in Hebrews 4 that we have a high priest who 
sympathizes and empathizes with our weakness. He gets it. He was fully man, fully human. He gets it. But he's not the God of do not touch in the museum. He's not. In fact, freedom has boundaries. What he's simply trying to say is, I, know, I made you. I know what's best. And God is way more patient than us as parents. Because as parents, you know what I tell my kids sometimes? Because. Why? Dude, I said so. God literally is patient with me and you. How many times have you been patient? It's almost comical. Sometimes we got to remember, we're guilty before God. He could literally just destroy us all right now. When you're guilty, you deserve, I mean, it's over. We turned our backs on God. We have sinned. We've fallen short to the glory of God. We, we've rebelled time and time again, but he's patient. And since the very beginning, here's what he said in Genesis 2. This is where it all unraveled. He just gave us one thing we couldn't do. He said, you can surely eat of every tree of the garden. Look, I've created this whole place for you. Even if you think of this world, there is boundaries. If you get to the Grand Canyon, I'm not jumping. You? But we like that boundary. How about when we drive home today? Should we all drive home on the wrong side of the road? No, it's silly, right? It's comical. We love those boundaries when it blesses us. We hate those boundaries when we want to rule because our sin nature wants to play God often. But when we reverse it, we were made to worship, and Jesus is a king worth worshiping. And we exchange this position. And he gives them one thing not to do, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you will eat it, you will surely die. This is what entered the, the expiration date on our, on our life. But we, the reason, even if you stop and think, almost every person probably here has been to a funeral unless you're so young you hadn't. First funeral I had been to, I was five. And I remember processing it. But you grieve, you care. When you think of a lot, why do you care if we're just by chance? Why would you care? The reason we care, because we're not meant for death. We don't understand all the mystery of how and Okay, well, who created God? Wait, God existed, and how did it happen seven days or longer? I think we can see the effects of what he said is true, that there is death now that's entered the world. There's pain, there's evil that's entered the world, but yet there's still love and this longing to, to be known and to live forever. I've heard some stated goals from some biohacking specialists. I don't know if you've heard this term, biohacking. So people that are trying to biohack the body to live as long as possible. There's people outside of Christ right now. Their stated goal is to live forever. Why would someone want to live forever here? Unless they were made to live forever. And that it's in them and here. Because each one of us are actually made to live forever. And the day we accept that and the day we, we find the right master, the game changes and we become free. Galatians 5 continues. He doesn't just say, do not touch. In fact, now he starts to say, here's what I would want you to do. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. That's what it looks like to be in Jesus, to be free. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh and with its passions and desires. 
I'm okay with making war on my flesh. Do I battle? Absolutely. But the spirit is in me. And those are qualities that when I allow Jesus to work through me in that way, I feel liberated. I feel free. I'm not held captive or forced anymore. I have a good master. He's gentle. Because the truth will set you free. I remember when somebody, uh, I first got saved during the 86 Dodge Aries time, and they were preaching to me. And they were telling me about some, why I was not in Jesus. And I paused and I said, I don't know much. I just know the truth should set you free. And you said you don't go to doctors. You said you don't celebrate birthdays. I'm like, man, I don't know what God that is, but that don't seem like a free God. The truth should set you free, but the boundaries he gives, it's not because he's trying to block or play or hate. He's literally unlocking who you really are meant to be, a free one, free thinking and seeing. Play with all of this. Go in all these places. Engage with all these people. Love everyone. Manifest the fruit of the Spirit. But by the way, there's a whole bunch of evil. Do not go there. Don't partake of these things. So it looks more like this picture. Please touch. Instead of do not touch, I love this. It was in the museum. You never see this. It said, please touch. Please touch. Get close with God. Open up every place that feels too hard and too difficult. Worship team, if you guys would come up front. Um, here's what I want to do as we close, okay? I want to read us a passage in the Bible, cold water style. Just, and it's out of the message, and it's out of Colossians 1. If Jesus is our freedom flag today, okay, if the Son has set us free, we will be free indeed. If it's only the Son that can set me free from the slavery of sin, then let's just make much of the beautiful Son this morning, this time we have. This passage is so beautiful, it's better than preaching. It's just, it, it, it is so precise and pristine. So I want us to do this. Will you lean in right now? Come on, lean, lean in. There you go. Lean in. What's up? You too cool to lean in back there? There we go. What's up? Too grown? Okay. Yeah, there we go. Uh. Because I hope this uh, grows our appetite to when we go home, you don't just listen to me read it. You want to read it for yourself because we're going to experience some real freedom these next two months like we've never seen before. We're going to get help like we've never seen, like we've never had before. Check it out. Colossians 1. We look at the sun and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purpose in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him, Jesus. He was there before any of it came into existence. He holds it all together right up to this moment. And when it comes to the church, he organizes and holds it together like a head does a body. He was supreme in the beginning and leading the resurrected parade. Picture that. The resurrection parade. He is supreme in the end, from beginning to end. He's there, towering far above everything, everyone. So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. Oh, there's room for many. 
Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things, animals and atoms, get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of his death, his blood that poured down from the cross. You yourselves are a case of what he does. At one time, you had all had your backs turned to God, thinking rebellious thoughts of him, giving him trouble every chance you got. Somebody's like, yeah, that was me. But now, by giving himself completely at the cross, actually dying for you, Christ brought you over to God's side and put your lives together whole and holy in his presence. You don't walk away from a gift like that. You stay grounded and steady in the bond of trust, constantly tuned into the message, careful to not be distracted or diverted. There is no other message, just this one. Every creature in under heaven gets the same message. I, Paul, am our messenger of this message. Colossians 1, verses 15 through 23. Wow. Wow. I'll leave us with this thought. I want to worship. In Satan's kingdom, we are a slave. In God's kingdom, we are sons and daughters. In Satan's kingdom, we are a slave. In God's kingdom, we are sons and daughters. Well, how do we enter this kingdom? Through the son. The one who gave the victory for my sin, your sin, because we're guilty. We need forgiveness, dismissal, pardon. And you know what forgiveness is? It's to be released. That you don't have any more guilt. You and me, were not good enough, but Jesus was. And when we put our faith in him, we learn through God's word, his cold shower, that we become a brand new creation. That's why we sing. That's why we shout. Because Jesus, the victory, flag of freedom. We're putting it in the ground. Like Jesus is our freedom. He is our flag. He is the song we sing. He is the one. He's the one who died on the cross. I'm talking, when he's died on the cross, the Romans had perfected crucifixion to the point where that they, when they would nail you to the cross, they would put a, a, a nail through right around your Achilles tendon point, and they say that's the, the, the most painful place on your whole body. And they would bend your legs just enough that as you would uh, gasp for air, as you're gonna die, you would push yourself up and uh, to live a little longer as a natural instinct to survive, right? And, and here you are being crucified, but, but get this, and that's probably difficult for some of us to hear, oh, crucifix, wow, but here's the thing. Many people were crucified. What Jesus did was not special because he was crucified. What was special is there was the wrath from God that me and you were guilty, that he drank a cup, a punishment that me and you, that him who knew no sin became sin for me and you, that we would have the victory and be brand new. So he took the judgment, he took the wrath, he took the punishment, the wicked, the evil, the slave, the injustice, the holocaust, all of that, he bore it all, that if anyone would come to the Father, they would not be cast away, that they could find freedom and be set free. So whom the Son has set free will be free 
in thee, right? And so when the sun comes in the room, everything changes. Fear has no place. Addiction has no place. Everything has to bow. Everything has to change. It just has to happen like that. And so when we let the sun come in the room this next couple months during this series, I mean, we're just getting started. I, I, I wouldn't miss a week. I would cancel whatever you got to do. I mean, if you got a vacation, do that. Send us pictures. But, but we'll get, get, get on the app. Let's grow together. Let's, let's be broken. Let's help God help. Let's just let him make us whole, right? Anyways, let's go into that, uh, that, um, that bridge. It's like, has no bow or we know, yeah, you know that one. Let's do that. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.